Hello, welcome to the Linny Stein Show, where we love to give you the tools that you need to start living like it matters. Today we're talking of Earth Day, some Earth Day tips. I hope it's not too noisy in the background. We've got pouring rain, it's absolutely beautiful. My garden is saying thank you, speaking of the earth. So some tips to love our Mother Earth for Earth Day. Not only do they enable us to take care of the planet, they're also motivating for very young peeps, our little children, to get up and get out and to live. Earth Day was intended for raising awareness about environmental protection and it's now celebrated in over 193 countries. It's celebrated on April the 22nd. However, I believe Earth Day should be every day because we are a family that love to pick up trash on the side of the roads. We like to recycle and compost and use what we have. But the Earth Day theme for 2022 is to invest in our planet. There's plenty of investments that you can do. You can visit Earth Day websites and there's a canopy project where they plant one tree for each $1 donated. There's food and environment where they educate on making our farms more sustainable and climate literacy where they educate students on what it means to be sustainable and the current environmental crisis that we face. The Global Earth Challenge is a global citizen science campaign to collect environmental data through an app. And then we have the great global cleanup. That's to unite to clean up the earth, one piece of trash at a time. According to, according to the earthday.org site, the Earth Day began in 1970 and it marks the beginning of the environmental movement. They, it's, it's quite massive. I mean, many people get involved. But like I said, it's really something that we should be doing every day. Before I was named the gut goddess, I was actually known as the eco-warrior. It was quite by accident. We started a local Steiner, Rudolf Steiner-inspired play circle when our son Thierry was a toddler. Of course, Thierry is almost 18. And the Healthy Planet Play Circle, it came together twice a week. We had it, first of all, we hired a little hall and then we moved to our home, which was so much better. It was a small group of five to eight families. And we'd we'd do it in a routine. We'd followed like the Rudolf Steiner principle of the children all getting together and having everything set up and they just got to play and to use their hands. And we had an activity that was normally based on food and then a garden and they could go and they could collect chicken eggs and we would do something like we made sauerkraut in season and they'd get to take it home. It was just a wonderful, it was a wonderful start. And we changed uh, to ecobites.com and it went global. It was just like a seed that was planted and it had amazing growth. I was interviewed for eco weddings and eco parenting and sustainable food, all because I had all these articles and a lot of them were people had donated them they donated their time and put it up it was before we had facebook and all that it was like there was a forum amongst it then when my late husband became very ill we passed my baby the ecobites.com on and sadly it disappeared and all my backup files were lost in our floods 
So egobites.com was all about saving the earth one person at a time. Back in April 10th of 2008, we did a little article that I did find, I still had that, about green living is something that a lot of people talk about doing, but only a small percentage of them actually end up implementing any of their world-changing speech. However, thanks to the power of the internet and the website by the name of Egobytes.com, a virtual community of eco-conscious activists are impacting change in the real world one person at a time. We went from reducing our carbon footprint to growing and preserving. Now my fermentation came in there and the organic foods. We had step-by-step articles and we had help to aid visitors wanting to learn more about living an eco-friendly lifestyle. It was the community forum that provided the most value and they were, that's where I learned a lot too. We all learned together. It was just wonderful. The section that we had on the eco-friendly weddings and parenting, there really was just something there for everyone. We had a separate eco-kids magazine to instill the love of Mother Earth in children at such a young age is a great way of building up responsible adults. It's really like taking care of a pet. You know, children should learn to care for our nature and our environment so we live in harmony with other living things on this earth. So I say to give back to the environment. In the spirit of giving, think of how to give back to the environment. What can you do to help protect and preserve the land, air and water in your community and beyond? I'm not just speaking of Earth Day, but there's many Earth Day ideas for kids, things that we can share with our children. You know, virtues and skills and life itself are learned in the garden. And Earth Day is so much fun, but I just really love spending time outside with the kids and teaching them how to grow a garden. On my website, linnystein.com, I have a, a wonderful little article in there called Permaculture Kids. And that will show you how you can get your children and your grandchildren engaged in activities. It, I've got it under the Earth Day Tips. It's the very first article that I have on my page at the moment. And I have the link to that in there. Because life begins the day you start a garden. And that's an old Chinese proverb that I couldn't agree more, that to get down and get dirty. Plant a lot of perennial flowers and herbs and veggies. But just planting your seeds and seedlings is always a fun activity. But you can also plant flower bulbs and they'll just keep coming up year after year. And you continually you'll be adding beautiful flowers to your home. And you'll be seeing something you can all look forward to year after year as they bloom. A garden is a grand teacher. It teaches patience and careful watchfulness. It teaches industry and thrift. Above all, it teaches entire trust. That came from a book, Wooden Garden, Notes and Thoughts Practical and Critical of a Working Amateur. It's a beautiful little book. With, by, it was written in 2011 by Gertrude Jekyll. It's from Amateur Cam- Cambridge University Press. I have also a little link in there to a successful garden pollination because for your successful pollination in the garden, we first have to provide a food source for the likes of bees so they can actually want to be in your garden. 
Gardens without the addition of flowers are like eating scones without cream and jam. Things like a passion fruit vine that has been shy to provide you with fruit. You can consider planting, you know, flowering plants and herbs with them. I have all that in that little article, which is a great little read if you are starting off a garden. But take your kids on a little field trip and clean up an area of the planet that could use a little help. Grab some plastic gloves and a garbage bag and find your area, whether it be at the beach or a local park or a nature reserve, that could use a little litter clean-up. If you have your older children, you can adopt the section of the highway. I think this is the best. And it's often the areas that are most in need. And just do it on a weekly basis. Make, take, make a bag for plastic and one for paper and one for the actual trash so you can make the most out of the clean-up and you can recycle some of it too. Declutter and do donate. A good life is when you assume nothing, do more, need less, smile often, dream big, laugh a lot and just realise how blessed you are. I've got another little article in there that will tell you 10 things how to declutter and downsize your life, life space. That's, that's really very important because it, a clean space will give you a clean mind. It's just, and there's many, many little tips. Well, there's 10 of them on there. Now, improve our air quality. Now, if we can add some trees and bushes to our environment, it'll help to promote air quality. Children love to be outdoors and getting their hands dirty. So organise a tree planting excursion and use the opportunity to teach the children about the importance of trees and taking care of the earth. You can improve your indoor air quality by adding some greenery too, including your bedroom. Always put a nice green plant because there's certain house plants that can incorporate airborne toxins into your plant tissues. An outside plant a native tree to reduce your greenhouse gas emissions, eradicate your air pollutants and provide shade, which helps lower surface and air temperatures. Your landscaping choice choices when done right, can help restore your water quality and protect your aquatic ecosystems. If it's going back to that bedroom, I didn't really get into that, some suggestions that will green and purify your space because spider plants, you know the little spider plants? They're really great for your bedroom. They look pretty too. And they'll purify sorry, the air that you breathe. And they filter, there's a filter, the benzene xylene. The peace lily filters too. And so does the Boston fern. And the bamboo palm, that looks very good in your bedroom. Weeping fig, that's a filter too. That filters out your benzene, your formaldehydes. So that's a very good one to put into your bedroom. So how about ditching the single-use plastics? Now, everybody knows about plastics now. It's nothing new. By now, you know, we're just all aware of the damage that the plastic causes to our planet. But while transitioning from plastic use isn't always easy, just on Earth Day, it provides a good challenge to refrain from any plastic use. Make use of usable things from junk. Like, you know, your little tops, your little cotton tops. 
you can always you've got the little straps that go over your over your shoulders so they make good little handles and you can just sew up the bottom and they make great reusable bags for your shopping trips you can turn lots of things into uh, um into a bag i've got a little uh, little diy in that article how to craft a handy toolkit just by using some old fabric and it's very handy how about unplugging your electronics for the day? Now, I'm not talking about unplugging as in unplugging, getting off your phone or your computer. I'm talking about the actual plug. Because most appliances and devices, they still use energy whether they are flipped on or not. So unplug it at the power strips, your phone cords, or even some of your appliances that you aren't using. That'll help you conserve your energy. And it's very good for the environment and for you too. How about reading for Earth Day? While the kids might be used to playing those video games or glued to their iPad, Earth Day provides a good opportunity for them to let their imaginations run wild in their favourite book. And a, a, a bite, an Earth tip, is you could go shopping for your books at your local second-hand bookstore. Give your children a, a budget you know, and go in there and you'll be surprised at how many books and good quality books that you can read that have been donated. Turn off. This one is so simple, but just turning off your lights in the hallway or when you leave a room can have a really big impact. That's something that we can do every day once we get into the habit. And while brushing your teeth or even washing the dishes, just make sure to turn off the water in between. Less is best. Now, I know the benefits of taking a long, hot shower, but there's long-term benefits for the planet when you limit your shower or don't fill the kids' bathtub as high. Now, how about getting your pedal legs going? Make a pledge with your family to go without using the car on Earth Day, and then you can make a pledge to go without using it for one day a month or even one day a week. Every little bit helps. How about feeding the animals? Make a nice bird feeder. But do keep in mind the proper food for animals. For instance, bread and ducks shouldn't go together. I go for my river walk every day and I go around the river. I live right on the river and I just love going for that walk. But one thing I don't love is all the people that feed, take down that all that processed bread and throw it to the wild ducks. It's not good for their digestive system. It, it, you really are shortening their life and giving them a, a life of, of hell. So no bread. Breads and ducks, not a perfect marriage. You can take them a little bit of corn if you want, a little bit of organic corn, a little bit of organic oats. You take that down a little bag, but only little bits. They don't really need to be fed. They can find their own food. It's better just to sit there and enjoy their company. Find your local battery and your phone recycling places. Things like camera equipment and you know, electronics, they all have batteries. And once dead, don't toss them away. Because if you throw them into the trash, the chemicals inside will seep into the ground as they begin to rot in landfills. The chemicals can get into the soil and the water, which becomes dangerous for us. Recycling your old phones, that helps to prevent air and water pollution that occurs during manufacturing. The materials, including the plastic components, can also be used to make things like jewellery and other electronics and in automotive manufacturing. So find, one, find your local drop-off point 
take your batteries and your old phones there. Good, good job to do for Earth Day. How about a recycle setup? Because almost all your packaging for your food can be recycled. You can make a trash can inside your house for one for your recycled materials so you can easily put your bulky bottles and your broken down boxes in there versus the trash and you have one for the trash and you have a three system. If you use that system you'll be more likely to recycle the goods and products that you use. Use or make your own non-toxic cleaners and beauty care. I don't have time to go right into all the cleaners that I use with all my fermented products, my vinegars, and it's so beautiful, so economical, so easy to use. I do have a book, Bacterial Beauty, and it's all in there. Because nowadays there are many non-toxic cleaners on the market for you to choose from. Or, of course, as I say, you can make your own. And if you use a bit of bacteria in there, it's even all the better. Microbiotic beauty. Non-toxic cleaners are not only better for the environment, but they are better for your family. How about eating some sustainable food? Eating local, organic, preferably grown yourself, but otherwise choose to get it local. And it's a choice a lot of people are making now. But it's just one small way that you and your family can help the planet every day. Since our resources are not unlimited, making sure your food is sustainable is a wise choice. It's not only for the planet, but that one's for everyone. How about your clothing? Do you buy clothing that's made from sustainable and natural materials? Or well, how about going on an adventure and discover the thrill of thrifting? I could take you thrifting. That's my favourite chore. But one means trash is another means treasure. That should be the slogan for every thrift store in the world. Thrift stores are magical places where you could be thrown back a couple of decades and find something that you've wanted for a long time. Some peeps think thrift shopping is nothing but places to find junk, but I can tell you all my clothing all comes from there and there's no junk. But because others are like me and they see them as just treasure troves full of goodies that you can't possibly buy at a shopping mall store. What I do is I donate back my clothing and shoes so that my closet stays at a manageable level. I've also added my thrifting tips at linnystein.com with my Earth Day tips. There's a link there. It says to forget the Black Friday sales, although that's come and gone, and to try your thrifting. And as I say, I have this deep love for Italian bottles, aprons, linen, and Italian shoes. I just love browsing at those Goodwill and thrift stores. It is just amazing the shoes people donate in as new condition. I'm sure they all tell a story, like worn once to a special occasion. The vintage session, section I love for aprons. I have a thing for aprons as well. Being the fermenting queen, I like to, to don an apron. Do you don an apron in the, in the kitchen? I always say if you have shoes on and an apron, you, your mind tells you you're ready to work. Try reusing as many things as possible. This could just mean reusing a glass bottle, a straw, paper, a board, etc. Remember to take your own. If you're a coffee drinker, get one of those cups that you can take rather than using a disposable cup. And use stainless steel or glass straws. And of course your bags. Always have a, 
have a stock of your bags in your car or however you're on your pushy bike or however you go shopping. How about replacing your regular light bulbs with compact fluorescent lights? Because the compact fluorescent light bulbs, they use about 70% less energy than regular light bulbs and they also last a lot longer. Might be a little bit more expensive, but in the long run they're not because they outlast the others. How about volunteering? There are all kinds of worthwhile Earth Day volunteering opportunities. To find one near where you live, you can search broadly for Earth Day volunteer events happening in your area through Volunteer Match and Earth Day 2022. It's just so important to remember that responsibility is a day-to-day -day thing, not just something that we talk about once a year. How do you give back for Earth Day? Do visit me at lennystein.com. I do have a download there. You can download that if you need any of the resources from there. And there's lots of other freebies there as well. And we'll talk soon.